Welcome to Last God Standing. I'm Teresa. I'm Danny. And that is Steve. Hello. Steve says hello. That's our special guest star. Can you hear him? Uh, I can hear him. Yeah. Okay. Good. You're just gonna see his face and oh, my hand. Put your hand on. Like, I'm just a judge. I'm <laughs> just a judge. Well, this <laughs> doesn't go anywhere. It's just between us a lot, you know. Yep. Thankfully, like, there's no need to put this on, on YouTube. No, it's not going to be on YouTube. Catch She's me. also very distracted by her cats. My cats, my impending eviction. Ooh, latest. So I'm being evicted, right? Not for late payments or anything, just for like, our landlord's a shit and he's being a shit. And he should have told us next week and not this week because then he would have gotten February's rent, but now he's not getting it. Oh, man. Uh, he can lick my asshole. <clears throat> just outright. So I thought... He was trying to get us out so we can get tenants in that'll pay more money. But my neighbor said that he was talking to his boss about it. And he thinks that we're being evicted um, because he, he did sell the house, even though it's not online. But the con he hasn't closed yet. The condition of the closing is that the house is vacant by May uh, 1st. So he's trying to get us out in time to do the closing. So he did serve downstairs then? Yes. So he said, I'm going to ask him for our security back and like the next three months free. If he thinks that we'll be able to just find a place to live, no notice. Right. Because we weren't saving for anything. Like we had some money saved, but not for moving for like vacationing and stuff like that. And uh, he's the worst that he can do is say no. And it's can unlikely. Please. Yeah, he got the lease off the internet, you know. No, but do, do you know what the lease says, or do you have the lease? Michael probably does. He has every pay stuff from 1994 as well. Okay, well, that, that'll have the term that says what, what happens in this case. Um, He's definitely trying to pull a shady, and I appreciate that, and I don't want to stay where I'm not wanted, you know what I mean? But if I could get a few extra dollars out of him for it, and, like, he's not going to throw away at least 700000 to $900,000 over us asking for an extra five grand, you know? Right. <clears throat> he should just give it to us and be happy that we'll be out by May 1st and he can have his little closing. Not before, Danny, you are definitely driving up here. We are putting the whammy on this house so bloody hard. It's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> the walls are going to goddamn bleed. Get out. <laughs> Okay, okay. I've got black candles. It's fine. <laughs> I have a lot of angst and anger still. It's all good. <laughs> Building up, you know. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, they're going to get it so bad. <laughs> and some fish and some, you know. All right. Are we nice ready? Steve? Welcome to my life problems. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's dramatic. All right, so we are in the final two groups. Uh, we're in the eight is great part of the show. So what does that mean? That means after this, we'll be in the final four and then the real finale. Right, so this group and then next group, the, the winner from that, those two battle it out, right? Uh, so the winner of this will go on. And the winner of next time's episode will go on, and then it'll be the final four. Okay. And I believe I sent that to myself because I was like, I'm going to want to look up that bracket again, and I'm going to mess it up like I did last time. So the quarterfinals to the semis. It is. It's, it's, but we don't <laughs> understand how these work. So we don't. <laughs> these are terms. There's Sweet 16, 8 is great, and Final yeah. Four. No, the terms because her brother finally the told elite, us. The elite eight. Oh, it's elite eight. He did eight. say that. I called uh, it the eight is great. And he hasn't corrected us yet. Thank no, you. No, nobody has corrected us. No. Sorry. Uh, no, please do because, yeah, we don't know what we're talking about. I got ticketed today because I wasn't handicapped enough. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Uh, so, no, this is he said he, he got he got ticketed for not 
being handicapped enough, he didn't have a van. He only has an SUV. So he got a ticket, even though he has a handicap. Like the building parking manager said the parking was for van accessible handicapped only, not handicapped people. And I'm like, there's no degrees of handicapped. You have a plaque or you don't. That's a while because now I'm imagining one time I was at the grocery store and I saw somebody who had um, two false legs get out of a car. Like they just swung around, swung her legs out and just went went in the store. And I was, you mean to tell me that that guy was going to give a lady with no legs a ticket because she was just in a regular SUV? Yeah, it's crazy. Madness. I was wildly impressed with her being like, I don't want to hear about no leg problem. I drive. I drive. I was like, get into it. But I can't imagine getting a ticket being like, what What else do I need to do? <laughs> I, I was able to beat it, but it's only because I'm a sitting judge in, in Philadelphia, so that helps. Oh. You're like, oh, we'll see about you next time you come around, pal. My <laughs> I'm going to curse you. <laughs> you have a sitting judge, sitting judge. Yeah. Oh, the judge is going to judge. The judge is going to judge. So you judgy. better make it good. Feeling judgy. Ooh. Well, this week we're doing Odin and Idun. No. Yes. Odin and Vidar. Odin and Vidar. Just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have those notes up. Rude. This is in charge. <laughs> and I just looked at the thing, too. I just looked at the, the bracket. That sounds exactly that. Bailiff Wackies, baby. <laughs> Odin versus his son, Vidar. That's what we're doing today. Yes. Do you want to go or do you want me to go? Uh, no, you can go first. Um, we should explain that. Yeah, well, I went first last okay. time. I kicked your ass. Um, we should explain. Uh, we should explain that he can interrupt and ask questions at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, and no question is too dumb or silly. That's true. A friend of mine just asked if I was talking about the Loki t- the Loki TV show uh, for last time's episode, and I was like, "No, and that prick's going to make it to the final." Yeah, he's got a lot of good PR. <laughs> Unbelievable! He's like failing upwards. Like he's such a dickhead, and he just keeps winning. Why? Because <laughs> he's popular. He's known. America, it's America. Have you, have you ever heard? About- he's American. <laughs> I have a favorite Norse. God joke. I don't know if you ever heard it. I'm listening. But the uh, the Norse gods are, are visiting the Greek gods, you know, and the guy gets a little randy. So the guy <laughs> comes down, I guess, Olympia, and he uh, grabs a, a village girl, takes her into her house, and makes wild, passionate love with her nine, ten times in a row. And then it leaves her in a mass, and just, as he's traping back up the, the mountainside, he feels really pangs of guilt. He's like, she's ruined for any other mortal man. So she goes back down to the to the village, open, kicks open the door and says, I have a confession to make. I'm Thor. And the girl looks up from the bed and goes, you're Thor? I can hardly even fit. <laughs> you got a snort. <laughs> So that's my favorite Norseman joke, I think. But that's the only one I got. You're Thor. Oh my god, that's terrific. Right, now you can follow that up. That's all I got though. I'm here all week, chug the veal. <laughs> Tip your weights. Um, first up we're gonna do Odin. Odin. He's the big guy. He is the god of wisdom, healing, death. Royalty, the gallows, knowledge, war, battle, victory, sorcery, poetry, frenzy, and the runic alphabet. So he, uh, he's a lot of, he's, you know. Aw, t- oh, Nibbles. I'm also Hi. distracted by Danny's cat. He's One of the, the cats. Yes. Okay. One of my cats has a twist tie. Back to Odin. Okay. Um... He is also the husband of the goddess Frigg. Odin can be recognized by his hat and cloak, long beard, and he only has one eye. 
So almost Gandalfian, if we would. Which a lot of that story gets uh, inspiration from the Norse myths, whatever survives. So I don't know if there was a lack of gods, but like a lot of gods have a lot of activities that they got to take care of. Instead of one god of each, they're a god of a bunch of stuff. Uh, he sits on a throne uh, that and Frigg with Frigg in the Hall of Valhalla, they get to look across all the realms from those thrones. <clears throat> I think the only other person to sit on his throne was his son Frere. Why did he only get one eye? He sacrificed his eye in Mimir as well. Mimir is a prophecy god and best severed head friend that you could have. He walked around with him for a while in a duffel bag, you know, like remember that movie, Eight Heads in a Duffel Bag? Mimir's head in a duffel bag. He uh, threw himself on his spear, Gunganir. <laughs> I think that's the first time I ever said that right. <laughs> it, it's kind of like in like ritual suicide. And then he hanged himself in Yggdrasil, which is the tree of life for nine days and nine nights in order to gain the knowledge of the runes. Uh, which he gained. So he so sacrificed he himself. Hmm? He was well hung. He was. By all accounts. Uh, he sacrificed himself to himself to gain uh, the sight. And that worked out. Um, the magical knowledge he gained made him able to cure the sick, calm storms, turn weapons against his attackers, and make women fall in love and render dangerous troll women harmless. I didn't realize that that line was in there. Regular women love him, and troll women, they don't even step. That's very specific. I know. <laughs> I haven't. I don't really hear a lot of troll stuff out of these stories. A lot of giants and things and dwarves and yeah, but no trolls. I mean, funky hair. Yeah, pink hair. <laughs> the pink trolls. That would be amazing. They have a cartoon now. <laughs> now, great. Now I just imagine Odin facing up against a tall, like trolls, like world tour troll, being like back foul beast. Hmm. Odin is often portrayed as a charming man drinking mead and wine. Um, he was he was accused of being an unmanly man because he beat the drum and practiced prophecy, which is a thing he learned from Mimir. Uh, and they thought that that was very womanly. So that was Frank's fault. Prophecy. And mm, he was like, shut up. He's like, I'm the god of all of you, so you're all womenly. Um, blood sacrifices were made to him. Uh, there was a Swedish uh, festival that did a sacrifice at the temple of Uppsala, where male slaves and males of each species uh, of animal are sacrificed and hanged from the branches of trees. That's gross. It is gross. Um, I didn't say necessarily that there was a horse involved, but I'm about to. I told you. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> There's a horse. If they couldn't have one, they probably just subbed out a dog, I guess. I don't know. A donkey. <laughs> Donkey. Donkey. Uh, Odin's ravens. He has uh, two ravens, Huggin and Munnin. These are so manly names. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're saying them wrong. <laughs> Odin's emotionally available. <laughs> he named his ravens Huggin and Muggin. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> uh, every morning they go out and collect the world's news and reports back at dinner. Uh, their names mean thought and memory. 
uh, I like, <laughs> I want to know about the world's news. Like, what did they deem important? Like, when they came back, was it like Prince Harry put out a new book? Or is it like bigger than that? Or is he like, they're having problems at the UN or whatever? <laughs> I want to believe that it's like petty gossip. They're like, you know, Wills and Harry are fighting. <laughs> yeah. That'd be very fun. Um, at Luxena, which is a party that was an under the sea party that was thrown, everybody would, but Loki was invited. And then because he uh, felt slighted, he showed up to the party anyway to tell everybody off. Um, and he comes I will, to the party to tell them off. Loki. <sighs> it's, uh, Odin says, knowest thou that I gave to those I ought not victory to cowards? That was eight winters on the earth below, milked cow as a woman and despair children. Now that methinks betokens a base nature. So like Loki had some kids at some point, not just horse kids, like just people, kids too. Uh, but it is, and then Loki responds, but it is so that Wentens to tottering steps in Samso and knocked at houses as a Vala, a seerist, like a prophecy person, in likeness of a fortune teller, and thou wentst among people. Now that, methinks, betokens a base nature. So he's saying being a, being a sorceress or being um, a, a person with prophecy is on par with childbirth. Well, I think it's also because Odin slammed him by by pointing out that he bore children. Loki gave birth to children. Right, because, but that's a pretty piss poor comeback to be like, well, you have prophecy, so who's the right, girl? Right, but, but I think it was the only thing he could use to unman him to try to, because as you said, they thought it was an unmanly thing to do. Yeah. So I guess that was the only thing he had on par with giving birth. Loki turned into a horse and had sex with another horse, but he was the girl and gave birth to a horse. So they've been slamming him for it ever since. <laughs> I think, um, I want to believe that after that line, since I don't have the next line, that Odin responded with, uh, sick burn, bro. Because, <laughs> like, that's just not even comparable. Just like, no, that's like, really <laughs> He I don't know. His wife fucked four dwarf, dwarves, but he didn't. No, well, she wasn't his wife. Be like, oh, wow, you really got me. Hmm. How will I ever recover? <laughs> um, we did Yggdrasil, where he hung himself to learn the runes. I guess I wrote that down. To, I just printed these old notes, and there's like a million of them. <clears throat> I must have read a ton during his uh, his thing. His missing eye is the seeker of wisdom. That's where he gets the prophecy from. Um, Odin does walk around with his head because they cut his head off. He walks around with Mimnir's head. Right, Mimir. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, because he was guarding a uh, particular water, Mimir as well. well. So original in their namings. And if you take nourishment from that, you would gain the depth of perception. Uh, but there, a sacrifice had to be made as a price from him. Uh, and Odin's one eye in exchange for the water. The god agreed and gouged out one of its eyes out of its socket, tossed it into the depths of the well. And that is how he gained the sight. Terrific. Excuse me. Let's see what do we got here. He dies at the paw of Fenrir, the wolf, which is a son of Loki. Loki has three uh, children. He has the world serpent. He has a wolf named Fenrir. And Hell, the goddess of Hell. And Odin will be killed by Frenrir. Uh, he doesn't come back after that. 
in, in when traveling between the nine realms, uh, he goes to all of them because he is in search of wisdom at all times. And occasional trysts. He's not going to judge. Uh, his parents are Bastia and Bor. Bastila is a Jotun, and Bor is third removed from the primordial cow, um, Udumbia. A Jotun is a giant. Nailed it. <laughs> I forget that some people might not know what a Jotun is. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, we have to explain it to him. Explain it to everybody. I'm like, what? You didn't know? Weird. <laughs> Weird. I've been with these gods for so long now that I'm like, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> um, he's got brothers named V and Vili. His children are the best god that ever godded, Baldur, the god of light. Uh, Hodor, the god of winter and darkness. Neely, the brother of Thor. Weird that that's his claim to fame. Vithar, god of vengeance. Uh, he actually kills Fenrir after Fenrir kills Odin. I love that. Yeah, that's part of my story. Uh, oh, is it? Oh, that's good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Nepier is Baldur's father-in-law. So he fathers... Nepier is the father of Nana, who is the wife of Baldur. So they're related on some level, which is weird. But that's what gods are like. They're all weird, and they all just keep it in the family. Uh, Vali is the avenging son born to try to kill Loki uh, to avenge Baldur, but ties Loki up with Loki's son's entrails and drips poison in his face. I mean, some things are worse than death, right? Ali is a king. Bragi is the god of poetry. Thor is Thor. Thor's little brother, Hindalar. Hermerthor is a messenger god. Sigi. Skulger. Another king. A couple of kings in here. I think I wrote them all down. Jeez. Yeah, I don't think you need to read all the kings. Now, Tyr is the last good one. God of war and the Valkyries. Are sometimes listed as Odin's daughters, but they are his soul collectors. Yes, he created them. And uh, boy, does he carry over to the modern day. Everybody knows Odin. Anthony Hopkins played him in the movies. In the Thor movies. Who played? No, that wasn't him. Never mind. Uh, Wednesday is named after him. So he's got a whole day. And... That book. American God, that book. <laughs> the book with a show that ruined that book. Uh, I started reading a book about this stuff once and I forgot what, Orion something. And it was just dense and I was like, I can't do this. So I had to just not read it anymore. I was like, oh, maybe another time. Um... He's highly worshipped uh, to this day by the heathens. I've yeah, never been to a heathen. But unfortunately, so. they haven't done that great of a job of removing it from white supremacy. I feel bad for like heathens that are are just not into that sort of thing and having like their stuff co opted by um, white supremacists and stuff like that. I don't know if uh, people in India felt the same way when the Nazis were like, we'll take that swastika and turn it into garbage. Yeah, yeah. So that's the problem with Norse mythology. And, and one of the reasons I probably would never practice it is it's too associated with uh, white supremacy. They've that's definitely right. co-opted it. And um, I'm very nervous when I see somebody wearing a Thor's hammer. <laughs> even even if they're at a pagan event, I don't trust them. <laughs> and they might be very nice people and not be into what everyone else is into, but yeah. It's going um, convincing. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to like, yeah, do something really good. Um, I will in, in Odin's defense, tell one of my favorite things. So he has, there's another goddess that's just, she's just out there like doing her thing. 
Um, and they're such good friends that they like to go down by the river and just drink mead all day together. And that's it. Like they don't sleep together, or whatever. They just hang out and drink mead. And everybody's like, yeah, he just drinks mead with her. They have a good time. Like, I thought it was cute. That is cute. They're best friends forever. Best and friend. it's not a major goddess or anything. It's just like his friend. Yeah. It's Rob. He's like, hey, let's go drink some mead. So impossible. <laughs> It's not impossible. It's good. It's good. It's nice. The goddess of palling around. <laughs> so do you have any questions about Odin? You took a lot of notes. Jesus. I didn't even know people took notes. Oh, people take notes all the time. <laughs> I just don't know the difference between the the Greek gods, the Roman gods, and the Norse gods. What, what separates the gods Location, location, location. Location? Location. Location. So the Norse gods are the Germanic, um, Vikings, uh, that type of stuff. And the Greek gods were pre... So the Greek gods were pre-Roman Empire taking over. Who came first? Uh, Greeks. The Greeks, oh. I guess. Uh, out of the Greeks and Romans, the Greeks. But I think the Norse were around a lot longer. Yeah. I, I don't know, like, I don't think they intersected a whole lot until later, maybe. Yeah, because their gods don't really seem to have a lot in common. They don't interact with humans in the same way, certainly. No, the same way the Greek gods do. Mm -hmm. In fact, there's barely any stories of them interacting with humans. Uh, they don't sleep with as many humans. They don't seem to have as many. While they, they seem to have a lot of, like, human attributes, because obviously they're going to, they're, people are just going to put that on them. They don't have as many human flaws. Like yeah. Greek, are they harder to kill? Uh, well, no, because Ragnarok will kill them. Um, and they definitely have one goddess who's responsible for feeding them um, an apple that keeps them young and alive and immortal. And if they don't eat those apples, they'll die. Um, so, yeah, I think they are easier to kill. They who killed Od Odin? Frenrir. Loki's yeah, son. Well. But that's because, so Ragnarok is the the, the end-all to be-all. The Norse gods have a, like, here's our Armageddon, and it's Ragnarok. So it was prophesied that this was going to happen, which is why they ended up chaining up Loki's kids to begin with. So they all know they're going to die. They, they, they've done this, like, throughout the stories. It's just them, like, gearing up for Ragnarok. So, um, whereas the Greek gods didn't really have that. Um, they didn't have an end all. No. Any other questions? No. Want to hear about the boy? All right. Hello. Vidar. Hello. One of his sons. All right. So Vidar is the son of uh, Odin and a giant, um, the giantess Grior. I cannot pronounce any of these mm -hmm. names. I'm just going to say that. Uh, she's portrayed as equipped, um, equipping the thunder god Thor with her belt of strength, her iron glove, and her staff. Um, so she actually, while she's not Thor's mother, she gave him some gifts that like, helped him later in life. Um, again, the difference with the Greek gods and the Norse gods is they do seem to father children with other people, but they don't have that whole Hera jealousy, like trying to kill them. Like it doesn't seem like the other ones met, they care. Plus the, the giants lived in their own realm. The, you know, the gods lived in their own realm. The elves lived in their own realm. So they didn't really like have to interact with each other so much if they didn't want to. Um, he is the god associated with vengeance. So he is like, he's like the godfather of the gods. <laughs> um, he's also the silent god with a thick shoe. And I'll explain the shoe in a minute, but it's like the shoe's kind of important. They love um, a thick shoe. He loves a good shoe. Um, Incidentally, the shoe is how he got to go on to this round to begin with because my daughter is a shoe whore and picked him. <laughs> <laughs> He's nearly as strong as Thor, um, and they rely on him a lot of the times in immense difficulties. So part of it is he doesn't tend to pick sides. Like he'll go with 
you know, the right side, but he's not gonna, he's not gonna just go help Thor because it's Thor. Um, so a lot of times they rely on him, like when somebody gets themselves in trouble, because Thor does stupid shit too and gets himself in trouble. <laughs> um, Vidar's thick shoe is described as consisting of all the extra leather pieces that people have cut off from their own shoes. Um, and then the God collects them. So I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why this is a thing, but if you're making a shoe, you apparently leave off a piece of leather for Vidar so that he can make his big shoe. I'm not sure if it was because leather was super important. I didn't get an explanation. I looked for explanations for this and I couldn't find one. The Norse gods love a little like weird tchotchke collection. Yeah, they, they do, like to. things with toenails and shoe oh, leathers, yeah. and they're like, "Are you going to finish that?" I'll take it. Yeah, it's weird. Um, theories have been proposed that his silence may have derived from a ritual silence, um, which often accompanies acts of vengeance. Um, when, when Valley, who's conceived for the sole purpose of avenging Baldur's death, um, abstains from washing his hands and combing his hair until he brings Baldur's killer to justice so does vidar keep silence because he is always vengeance he is always like he that's just his thing like he is always going to be bringing somebody to justice so that's his kind of ritual thing um i bet it's super unsettling to not be speaking before the vengeance happens i don't know if somebody came up to me and like i first of all Unless he's got a big shoe, you don't even know why he's there. Like, just this big, scary, not-talking guy comes and then kills you. Speak softly and carry a big shoe. Yeah, but he doesn't even speak softly. <laughs> um, he doesn't they, blink. He what? Yeah, he doesn't blink either. He just... Yeah. Out. I just feel like he just, like... Like, in my head, if I open the door, he would just be, like, taller than the door and, like, take up the whole door. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's my thought. Um, there isn't a lot of writing about him because they only really care about his Ragnarok role. That's the most important uh, aspect of Vidar as far as North, Norse mythology is um, concerned. Um, his They describe his land as a place of brushwood and tall grass. Again, we don't know what the significance of them spending the time to describe his land is because they didn't do that with all the other gods. They didn't say, and when this god hung out in meadows and this god, like, whatever. Um, so historians are not sure why they took the time to explain what his lands looked like. Um, <clears throat> they did know that when you wanted to make an offering to Vidar, the Vikings suggested burying a weapon in cold water or ice. And that, again, is because vengeance is some dish best served cold, really. Um, That's so very his Nordsland. Yeah, in Nordsland, so it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> um, his his best aspect is his Ragnarok role. Um, and I'll explain a little bit. So during Ragnarok, the gods um, and the giants battled, and most of those involved on both sides are slain. So the gods and the giants are battling. The god Odin is devoured by the wolf, Frenrir, as Teresa said, and Vidar, the son of Odin, um, immediately sets upon the wolf to avenge his father's death because that's his job. Um, and he wore a shoe that had been crafted for this particular moment. So here's where the shoe comes and he's got this big shoe. It was the strongest and sturdiest of all shoes <laughs> and um, charged with magical properties. Um, with it, Vidar kicks open the wolf's lower jaw and then holding the beast's upper jaw open, he slices Frenrir's mouth to pieces with his sword and kills the monster and ends Frenrir's rampage. Um, that does not end Ragnarok completely, but it brings about like the beginning of the end of Ragnarok. So his vengeance and killing Fenrir is like, this is, it's almost over. Um, is in a realm crossover. He only, he's only attributed to three realms out of the nine. I'm sorry, what's the difference between the giants and the gods? So the giants, um, don't live in a seer. That's, that's the difference. Um. The Norse gods have decided that if you live in a seer, you're a god. A seer? That's the name of their realm. Um, but if you don't live there, you're just whatever land you live in. So the giants live in Odenheim. Um, even though they're magical, they have magical properties. 
Um, and they can, you know, there's nothing that says that they can't do everything else the gods can do. They just don't get to live in a seer. So therefore they're not considered gods. Um, I don't know who made this rule. <laughs> a, giant a, a giant could kill a god. Yes. I would think that they would probably need to have some sort of magical, you know what? It would depend on the god's weaknesses. So if this god was particularly you know, susceptible to. You can exploit the weakness. Yeah. But anybody can. Um, an elf could do it. A dwarf could do it. Um, usually the dwarfs were the ones making the weapons for everybody. So if anybody was probably going to do it, it would probably be a, a dwarf. They probably got it from a dwarf. Um, he only goes to three realms. Asgard, um, Otenheim, and Ajir. And that's because he went to that infamous feast that Loki and <laughs> yeah, that Loki and Odin had a fight at. Um, so with his Ragnarok role, there are some accounts that suggest that the world would reemerge from the water and that some of the gods will survive to rebuild it. Among the surviving guards, it, it is possible it could be Vidar and also Vali, which are both sons of Odin. And then another giantess named Rinder. Um, now that conflicts with other prophecies of Ragnarok which has Baldur and Hymnal and uh, Hodor and Hodor uh, mm -hmm. redoing it. Either way, it does turn out to be two sons of Loki that restart the world. I mean, yep. sons of Odin, excuse me. Hey, why not both? I say like, yeah, there's nothing to say that all four of them couldn't get the job done. Right. So depending on which account you read, it's either Vidar and one of the other brothers or two of the other's brothers, but it's always children of, Odin that restart the world. Um, he does not have any children. Uh, he There's not a lot known in modern culture. People don't, outside of uh, Norway, don't really talk about him that much. Uh, he's in a video game in Norway. He's in a Nordic vampire coven in Underworld Blood Wars. Um... They named an x-ray scanner after him. I don't know why they would do that. Uh, and uh, he's been in Marvel Comics, but not enough that, like, Joe Schmall off the street would know who he was. But he does kill Fremer. And that's the end of his story. Odin's known in Marvel. Odin's known everywhere. You know. Odin is in, in the Marvel one. That's uh, Anthony Hopkins played him in the Marvel movies. Yeah. I would say modern day Odin gets more play. Vidar is lesser known, even though I think given that he's a god of vengeance, they would talk about him more. I am surprised that the god of vengeance doesn't get made like like by Vidar's leather shoe. I will avenge you. No. <laughs> I'm using that from now on. Are you? Is that what you're going to say to your landlord? By Vida's leather shoe, I'm cursing this house. Well, pack your shit up before you start cursing things. <laughs> um, do you have any questions? I really don't, but I, I have to confess a major ignorance to the Norse gods. I mean, Thor was about it. Now that you mentioned Odin, I think I've heard. But I don't, you know, I'm not a... Uh, but that makes you a perfect guess. Right. I'm not, I, come, I come bearing no bias. <laughs> Odin just passed out dead on the floor from you being like, I think I've heard of that guy. <laughs> no, it's embarrassing. I mean, I never even played it around the Dungeons and Dragons. So. <laughs> I think he's in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> not in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I know, no, I'm just saying that's how, how limited my knowledge oh, gotcha. of the underworld is. Gotcha. <clears throat> I, knew, I would need dice. Odin's uh, off those big Gandalf vibes, if that helps. Yep, I get it. The, when you say restart the world, what does that mean? Uh, that means that's why there was a giantess involved with the restarting the world. They're just going to, I guess, fucking have more babies. Restart the world of, of The world. And, just the world. So the in, world. like, a lot of creation myths, there are... Like in, I think the, the Mesoamerican myths, there's like the world is created and everybody is made of wood and then that doesn't work out and they get 
like the gods like take all the people out of play and then they try again with clay and then that's like the people that are around now and when that's done the gods will take that away and then they'll build the next group of people out of like whatever element so i think ragnarok's kind of the same way where it's like a, a mass extinction event and then whatever gods survive that restart civilization except they made sure to point out that there was also a female deity or a female encompassing it so i mean you don't want only men restarting civilization we saw how well that's been going <laughs> that is true <laughs> We don't know how they're going to remake it. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to blow into some dust or something. Is this how long before humankind are all these stories? We don't know. There's not enough information about it. We don't know what their timeline went. We don't know if it's already happened. And we are like the re-jump. It's all oral history? Mm -hmm. Mostly. There's some, there's some things they found runes. Um, they found dedications, but more of it was like prayers to deities, um, things buried in graves showing like what this deity did, those type of things. There was not, they prayed to, there's no surviving. They didn't find altars, but it could have been because while it wasn't just the Vikings who worshiped these, the Vikings were traveling and they weren't going to be running around building altars everywhere they went. So it was more of a religion on the go type of thing. Are we talking hundreds of Nordic gods or? Yes, but we did not touch upon all of them because some of them were boring. But the numbers of Nordic gods that people are praying to is. Yeah, they had. So their, their gods, their gods doubled as a lot of the same thing. And it depended on the region Mm -hmm. of um, that area. They branched into stars too. To stars. Yeah. Like into the heavens. No, not like the Greeks did. Okay. Yeah. No, not at all, actually. Yeah, nobody's made into constellations. Yeah. Um, that's surprising because I mean I understand the poke the eye out thing because all the things that could affect and defect the human population, you know, for worship. So I think people would understand the pluck the eye out thing. People understand the, you know, the spear through the Achilles or things like that because mm-hmm. they're people they're experiencing it, they're seeing it. Imagine it'd be more disease too. Um, what in the Norse mythology? Yeah. Um, actually, so the Nordic people, outside of like the regular diseases that just, you know, they couldn't cure because of they didn't have modern. I'm sure somebody died of cancer and whatnot. They were very clean, so yeah. they didn't have a lot of like the same pestilence and types as like Europe. Like okay. Middle East, uh, not Middle East Europe, middle, medieval Europe. I think the Norse would be scandalized if somebody had like a neighborhood that had cholera infestation, you know? Yeah, yeah. Too or fucking cool. Like, yeah. Well, they, they, they were also big on like ritual baths and like cleaning themselves. And like, it was a, like, it was disgusting to be dirty. They weren't dirty people. Like I said, not like England. <laughs> like England was bad. Oh, Christians. <laughs> so Odin was devoured, but Vidar ripped open the jaw of the beast and got him back? No, he didn't get him back. Odin just dies. Odin just dies, but he, he just kills vengeance. the beast in the process. Yeah. So he, no, Vidar kills the beast in vengeance yeah. against his father, yeah. But the father is gone, doesn't come back. That's it, Odin's dust. But he knows that's coming. That's his, that's his prophecy. And the... And what's the beast? Is that the Finmar, the the wolf that eats Odin? Wow! Which is one of Loki's children. Ragnarok's pretty bitchin'. Yeah, there's a lot that happens in Ragnarok. There's like a toenail ship, and there's zombies. Oof! Yeah. <laughs> Does that last a long time? I would assume, given the the whole story of the battle, I I would say it lasts a long time. Because Loki's daughter comes up from hell to fight for him. Um, and as everybody gets killed, she starts resurrecting them as zombies. So now they're all fighting on her side. <laughs> so, yeah, it takes a while. <laughs> but Vidar outlives Odin. Yes. Does Vidar die in the story as well? Depends on which version. In some versions he does. 
and it's his other two brothers that start up the world again, or it's him and one other brother that starts up the world. The, they don't have, it varies. It's always two sons of Odin, but it varies which two sons. So. I say it's all four of them. Yeah, why not? Why not both? <laughs> you know? Why not both? Why not both? So now it's up to you. So the criteria is what? Whatever, whatever you feel. Whichever God is more appealing. Yeah. Is it? I mean, is that the? If you have a reason why he's more appealing, you can share it with us. So, I I'm really taken by the shoe leather aspects. <laughs> this would be such a gag if in Inigo Montoya wins over Gandalf. I just won't even know what to say. <laughs> No, I mean the the sh- it just explains so much to me, like the the recycling, the you know the little tribute. What happened, you know, when the cobbler is wondering what happens to the pieces that are cut off from the from the leather? Um, it's interesting what he does with it, how he turns it into a weapon to you know to for the vengeance of his father to the death of the wolf. Um, that intrigues me. I mean, mm. Odin's a big character too. <clears throat> um, you know, by, by all accounts, Odin's a big deal. He's the biggest uh, deal. He is the he is the biggest deal. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> he didn't hang himself in that fucking tree for nothing, you know. With all the other animals. <laughs> No, him alone. He threw himself off a branch to learn the rune. None none of the horses were hurt, though. That was a festival later. Celebrate that, yeah. Yeah, That's people. You know what people are like. Anything to kill an animal. (laughs) I love the the grabbing the jaw, ripping the jaw off to, to to kill the wolf, to try to slay, you know, to try to bring back the dad or or to punish for the dad's death. But the, I tell you the shoe story. I'm not really a shoe guy. Our listeners are going to be gagged. It's one of those little pieces of, of strange information. So are you saying Vidar wins? I am saying that of the two that I was moved, <laughs> I was moved by the shoes. The shoe the spare <laughs> shoe got me as far as a. a it's tidbit. the Christmas shoes. A no, the Christmas shoes. It's the elves that had no shoes that came back and made this guy a, a powerful tool. A lot of foot fetish people on this program, I think. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have any foot fetish. I'm not a foot fetish person at all. Although I beat ass with shoe leather before. <laughs> I like it, but no. Um. And of my notes, I have to tell you that that I can't wait to see who who Vidar is going. So next time, uh, it'll be between Thor, the god you've heard of, and Idun, a goddess you have not heard of, but she keeps those apples we spoke of earlier. So one of those two is going to fight Vidar to go on to the final, which is if it's Loki, I'm going to. It will be. It'll it's gonna be Loki. Be Loki. It can't be. Loki's going up against Balder, so that's a pretty. That's tough. Balder dies. Balder gets killed by accident because by of Loki. Loki. I know. <laughs> He's the most beloved of the gods. But yeah, but Loki. Yeah, there's so much street cred for Loki now. Fuck him. <laughs> All right, so Vidar is going on. This is unbelievable. <laughs> If Loki wins this whole thing, I will lose my goddamn shit. He's on his way. <clears throat> the only person who really had a shot at being Loki was, was Odin. Mm-mm. I can't even think of like an equivalence to Loki, of like the failing upwards situation. I think Thor has more popularity, though. So Thor-Loki Thor, Loki would probably be a really tough one in my mind, because I just, 
I knew of Thor so much longer than Loki. Yeah. Mm. And Thor's got some pretty funny stories too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what does it. It's not that Loki wins because he's such a great person. It's because his stories are hysterical because every time he tries to do something bad, it fucks him in the ass and then he has to fix it and make it worse and ends up having a kid. (laughs) Ends up having a horse kid. He ends up having a horse kid. Um, So there we go. Vidar is in the next round. Wow, everybody. This is incredible news. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to plug, senor? Uh, you know what? The only thing I could plug would be that I'm uh, I'm next being featured in public in the magic venue on as the April Fools. Amazing! I'm going to be in Huntington Valley at the Smoke and, and Mirrors Magic Theater. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that on April first. Tomorrow I'm at the Stone and Key Winery um, up in Montgomeryville, Pennsylvania, mm. for a, a new wine. Um, what do they call it? The distribution, the out, the opener. What's the what's it called when they introduce a new wine? I have uh, no idea. Yeah, there's a, <laughs> a word. So that's I'm there from seven. Unveiling. To okay, but I'm at the unveiling from seven to nine tomorrow. <laughs> We're the um, kind of people who put Sprite in our wine, so yeah, yeah. Well, I know he's drank wine with me before. Yeah, <laughs> um, with a face. <laughs> so we're doing. Well, I'm not judging him. I'm, I'm definitely magicking. Performing That's arts. Terrific. Magic. So, uh, we'll uh, put links in the description for anybody who wants to see. You got tour dates or anything you want to link to? Yeah, thanks a lot. No problem, Danny. Anything? No. Anything to recommend? <laughs> I recommend that winter be over. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you can see, um, you can listen to me on Alaska. Nope, that's this podcast. ZPM, ZPM Stargate, a podcast where uh, me and my friend Lenny are reviewing episodes of Stargate. Um, intermittently, because uh, that's just the, that's the way. And uh, I don't know if I have anything to recommend this week. I recommend not getting evicted. That's what I recommend. And we will see you next time, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye now.